Wow, what an awesome podcast. Oh my God, I've gained so much knowledge and information and I am truly thankful for my guests, my gods and my goddesses who brought their A-game to the table today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, I'm truly, truly grateful for all of my listeners for you tuning in every two weeks or every three weeks when I'm off. But I definitely, truly appreciate each and every one of you. And I'm hoping that I am bringing rainbows and sunshine and knowledge into your life. So again, I am truly thankful. I want you guys to have a happy holiday and to continue to be safe and always, always sit back and relax and catch this vibe. Talk to you soon. Welcome, my gods and goddesses. Today, we are going to be discussing bullying. Bullying happens in many stages in our life. It not only happens to us when we're kids, it can also happen to us when we are adults. Today, we have three generations with us that's going to help us to expose those bullies. And not only help the victims, but to actually make the bullies aware. Because sometimes people don't know that they are actually being a bully or, or an aggressor. Uh, today we have Miss Queen Cheryl. Hello, everyone. We have Princess Tanila. Hey. We have Ty the God. Hi. <laughs> we have Queen V. Hey, y'all. And of course, is me, the goddess Alicia. And we also have a guest on the phone, Queen Cheryl. Can you tell us who the guest is that you brought to the table? We have Ma Mekanu Younger. Welcome. Welcome to our table. Why don't you tell us tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Mahama Kanu, young girl from Cleveland, Ohio. I do alternative healing. Uh, I uh, got my spiritual name when I was in priesthood during an ancestor ceremony. Mm-hmm. The name was brought down to me. Actually, I've had it from a past life. But it was brought back to me when I became uh, a priest, a priesthood. I do alternative healing. Um, my goal is to help heal our people from not only mental situations or issues, but also physical. Yes. And I enjoy helping people. Uh, you know, it's not about Well, we definitely, we definitely welcome you and your input and your insight to um, what we're going to be discussing today. Um, a lot of people don't realize the severity of bullying. Um, bullying causes depression, low self-esteem. It has caused people to commit suicide and it's also caused people to commit murders. And sometimes it starts as a child and it manifests into an abusive adult. So have you ever seen, you know, little boys that picked on other little boys and we people be like, oh, they just boys, let them do it. But then, or like a little boy that picks on a little girl and they be like, oh, they just kids, it ain't nothing. But then that that little boy grows up and beats on his girlfriend and his wife. 
So we have to stop it in the beginning when we see the signs of it. Uh, what do you think about bullying? Uh, well, oh, I uh, I feel about. I personally feel like bullying is it's mind over matter when it comes to making sure you're in the right mindset to not get persuaded into a situation where you could cause mental damage to yourself or physical damage to others. It's all about, you know, talking to somebody or anyone about anything. Me personally, I've never been bullied. I've never had to deal with anybody bothering me. I always was this type of person that just not necessarily make friends with people, but be someone who was dependable. Do you ever have friends that got bullied by anybody else? Yes. And what did you do? At the time, I well, I never, when he was getting, like my friend, his name is Chris. He didn't, at the time he was getting bullied, I wasn't in school with him, but he told me the story of how he got bullied just because of how little he was. And it, instead of like feeling like depressed mm-hmm. or like, like angry about it, he, he got up and he just started working out. He started doing stuff that benefited him. So that way he wouldn't have to worry about getting bullied by somebody else. So that way he could have the own strength and physical like matter to defend himself. So Nala, what do you think about bullying? Well, like you said, I, well, I want to call it bullying because one, like you were just saying, people ago, it's kids, but I remember maybe third grade, this boy would always pick on me, and Tashawn had a talk with him one day, and then it never happened again. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, it was like simple stuff, just like talking about somebody and something like that, but I've never necessarily been bullied to where it made me like hurt, and then back in like seventh grade, we all talked about each other because it's just funny stuff, but I get called midget because I'm like really short for my age. But it's like, it never really bothered me, but for other people, it may seem like they may take that to offense. But I just, I can laugh stuff off. A lot of stuff can't like really make me mad. So bullying does have an effect on some certain people. And I don't think I've had friends that's been bullied before. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at the end of the day, we all, well, my gener- generation at least, we just laugh stuff off what they call joning and stuff it's all jokes so like we could be talking about somebody but it's like not disrespectful wise it's all jokes and fun and if somebody did take it to offense you know it'd be an apology there because there was no harm in us all joking around well let me tell you some other things that bully do bullies verbally abuse they mentally abuse they emotionally abuse and they physically abuse so as adults have you ever dated a guy that was a bully I was actually married to one. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I was married to two. Oh, my. One, a mental abuser. The other, a physical abuser. And you're right. It, um, as strong a person as I would like to think that I am, it does play with your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And you make you, you second-guess yourself and decisions that you make. You know, I when I was going through that, I didn't even look at myself as an adult. I was their child. I, I don't want to. I don't want to slay his name. How do you say his name again? Maha Mekanu. King. Maha. Maha King. 
What do you what do you feel makes a guy feel intimidated by a woman to where he feels like he has to be a bully? Well, that stemmed from non affection at home when he was a child. Mm. Okay, as he grew up. He was beaten by his father and he seen the way his father treated his mother. So as he got older, like let's say around 15, 16 years old, he started to do the same thing as he got older, okay? But he was abused by his father. He seen his father do that to his mom. So he continued on with that mental state of mind. But actually, it's his insecurity and low self-esteem that made him turn into that type of person. So if you knew someone who you might have been exposed to that was like that, how, what would be the steps that you would take to try to help him to become a better person or even to realize what he's doing? A lot of times when you try to tell a guy that this is what he's doing, they, they get more abusive. What, what, would, what would be your advice or what would be the steps that you would do to try to help that person to, to become a better person? even know women um that can be bullies like I had a boss and it wasn't until I transitioned into who I am and I've learned about essential oils and I've got in touch with my spirituality that I actually had to sit back and manifest on some things that I've been through in my life and I had a female boss who was a true bully and I couldn't understand why she would bully me and I because I'm everybody knows I'm super happy I'm super smiling I, and I, at one point, I could even talk up for myself. And when she would just bully on me, I would just sit in my car and cry. 
because I didn't have the courage to tell her, look, don't talk to me like that. But then I thought about it. She might've been in an abusive relationship at home. And that was her way of feeling some type of authority is to bully the people that were up under her because mm-hmm. she knew that, that, that she had the authority to hire and fire us. Mm-hmm. So when she came to work, it was like, okay, now she put on her boss suit and now she can be a boss because when she gets home, she's nothing because that man has stripped her from that. So uh, like I said, a lot of times, when somebody comes at you in any relationship that you're in and they are trying to be bullies, we also have to realize why. We, I'm not saying we have to accept it. that We never have to accept that. But we also have to understand why they are doing what they're doing. But we have to be strong enough to walk away from that. We uh, One thing about it is a lot of women fall short too is they think that they can love a man past all the stuff that he does. And a lot of times if he doesn't love he doesn't love you enough to love himself enough to change. So no matter how much you love him, he is always going to be who he is until he loves himself. Mm-hmm. That way he can love you. It always starts exactly. with self. It always starts with self. Yeah. It always starts with self. Exactly. So now I have some essential oils, of course. I'm always talking about essential oils. But I'm telling you, these essential oils were created by the same God that created us. So why wouldn't you believe and trust that they will heal you in every aspect of anything of your life? From your feelings to your organs to your everything about you they were created by the same god that created you and the one thing people don't realize is we go out here and i am i'm me too i'll sell it i do too i just went and bought a 150 dollar bottle of coco chanel i did i really did and i'm telling you these essential oils they can get a little expensive but the thing is i could have made about five bottles of coco chanel out of these essential oils and the one thing about it is some of those colognes have most of them starts with essential oils Mm -hmm. so they also and the thing is is we buy those colognes and those perfumes to what to attract other people we want men to say "Mm, you smell good and we want women to say oh girl you smell good where you get that from But why not put on the essential oils and start using those essential oils and then broadening your aspect? You'll get people to say, mm, you smell good, but you also be healing your heart. Mm-hmm. You be healing your soul. So start incorporating those essential oils in your in your lifestyle. But it, it is not going to change nothing overnight. It's something that you have to, everything takes consistency. You have to be consistent in everything. Consistent in everything. Everything. And I'm telling you, I am a living witness. Essential oils, meditation, the crystals, herbs, being a vegan. Hey, hey, <laughs> not, not to get off subject. I did a vegan sweet potato pie challenge for Thanksgiving. I had four people that tasted it and only one did not like the vegan sweet potato pie. What was wrong with the vegan sweet potato pie? It was too sweet for me. Okay. And it wasn't um, firm enough. Okay. What did you feel like about the sweet potato pie? It was the vegan was better in my opinion. I don't know. It was just something different. Maybe because it was vegan, it didn't have all the extra animal products in it. How did you feel after you ate it? Did you feel heavy and? I didn't either. It was good, though. It was, it was good. really good. What about you, Queen V? Yeah, I'm not even a sweet potato pie fan. And when I ate it, the only sweet, sweet potato pies I ever had was Mimi's and yours. Mm-hmm. So it was like, 
you know, if I was going to eat it, I would eat Mimi's or yours. But when I tried, they didn't tell me which one was which. But when I tried the vegan one, I was like, oh, yeah, that's good. But I thought that I thought that was personally the yeah, regular one. I thought one. that was the regular one, too. And when I tasted <laughs> the other one, I'm like, yeah, that's the vegan one because that's too bland. <laughs> no, no, no. Remember when you took us to uh, that donut, a uh, vegan donut uh-huh, shop? Uh-huh. I uh, equated the sweet potato pie that I had with those thick, heavy donuts. And I was like, okay, this must be the sweet potato pie that's vegan because it has the same consist- uh, consistency of those donuts. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong. Mm. Well, the one thing about it is... Vegan, me being vegan, I definitely know that. Now, I'm not going to say that some meals I don't, I eat as a vegan don't have me heavy weighed down, especially when I eat a lot of pasta or breads. But I can definitely say being a vegan, I don't feel that sluggish, all of that. But I ain't going to preach the veganism to you. Y'all going to fall in line one day. One day. I already got three almost there with me. <laughs> I almost got three. So let's talk about lavender oil. I got some lavender oil up here on this table. I'm going to let y'all smell it. Lavender oil is one of my favorite scents. I like lavender as well. Lavender more so is for calmness. Uh, It puts you in a pleasant mindset. It promotes open communication, honesty, self-awareness, and peace of mind. That is something good for somebody who may be a bully and somebody who is also getting bullied because you need to be aware of your actions. I tell people all the time, self-checking is the best checking ever. If you cannot self-check yourself, honey, you just don't know what you're missing because if you can hold yourself accountable before anybody else can, you have the power to change it. Okay, so what about us that have um, a lifelong um, effect of bullying? See, my, my, my lifelong effect is I have this overwhelming need to feel protected. And if I, if I don't feel safe, I'm not going to be nowhere near you. Well, I mean, as a woman, we want to feel protected anyway. But right. we also have to realize our own inner strength. We always have to realize our own inner strength. But we, we of course, anywhere you go, you want to feel protected. Mm-hmm. Like me, my biggest thing is I think... Uh, I, I don't I don't think it's I, I want to because I mean if I'm with a guy I definitely want him to feel like he's going to be able to protect me but if I'm by myself I'm confident enough to know that I can take care of myself I definitely know that but I feel I, I will let my guards down if I'm with the right person and that's the one thing about it and when we talk about relationships is you having that yin and that yang you gotta have the right person that's gonna want to be the protector and wear the pants and play and do the the masculine thing that he's supposed to do mm-hmm. the king is supposed to protect his queen the queen is the mother earth and to protect the earth the king has to he has to definitely protect it he has to be the warrior he has that's what he has to do but a lot of men have lost that aspect i'm not gonna even say it's men i mean it's 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 sad because it's grown men but a lot of males have definitely lost that aspect of what are their what is their purpose here on earth and we have to and i tell you all the time we have to get back to the women because we're mother earth we have to change for them to change because we have to allow them to manifest into who they want to be we can't keep trying to wear the pants it, it was fun it was it was a fun run but i'm tired of wearing them i am i want the man to wear the pants i do and i know that i have to self-check myself and get myself back to where i'm what i'm supposed to be i'm not supposed to wear the pants 
I'm supposed to nurture, nurture the earth, nurture. That's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I had to self-check myself too. It was fun, but I'm, t- uh-uh, honey, I'm tired of reaching up in them cabins, can't reach stuff that I can't reach. <laughs> I'm tired of that. Just, mm-hmm. just piggybacking off of what you said, Queen Alicia, in reference to mom. I think lifelong, any kind of life, lifelong tragedy or lifelong stronghold, anything that's stopping you from reaching your full potential, whether it be like a learned behavior or you having a certain personality trait that might not be perceived as a positive personality trait, it all steers from something deep-rooted. And at times, what we fall short of doing is going back to the root. Mm. You know, um, a lot of stuff that happened to me in my life, when I go back and I really think about it, it explains why I respond or why I react mm-hmm. the way that I do today. And it all, it all starts with us going back and finding that key moment when we felt belittled or Mm. When we felt like we had no control or when we felt like we weren't important and take it back to who or what or why we felt that way. And once we recognize the who, what and why, we have to pay homage to it because Mm -hmm. you have to let it go and forgive it. Mm. If you never forgive, you won't heal. Let me ask you this. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. And I got essential oil for that. What if the person has expired? What if the person is no longer here? How do you deal with that? The person is always here. (laughs) Like King said earlier, you know, we are spiritual beings first and we're here in the human form. That, That person has expired in physical form, but that spirit is still here. You can always manifest and release anything that you feel you need to release to the universe and the universe will pass that message along. Mm. The problem is we think that we can manifest and, and we have to be the messenger or we have to be the one that be right there to say this is what and why and when. Right. When all you have to do is release it to the universe and the universe will make the rest happen. Okay. We all got a role. Now that you brought that to the table, I have a question for you, Queen Sherry. Yep. Because, you know, it has always been a long-gone argument between me and the sisters about how you treat us differently from you treat the boys. When you were growing up with Granny and Grandpa, I know Granny wasn't the best mother. Do you feel, when you think about it, when you manifest on it, do you feel like she was a bully? Well, I, and then I know, you, no. I know you said Grandpa was. Uh, yeah, he, he was, but no, she was not. So with grandpa being a bully, do you feel like you took on some of those traits? No. Um, my experiences happened way before I started having children. Right. To where I had to teach my girls how to be strong. Mm. I had an experience to where I felt like I had no control. This person was stronger than me, and I didn't want none of you to ever experience anything like that. Mm. So I taught my girls to be stronger. Yeah, I got some some boys that you know need need a lot of work, <laughs> <laughs> but the um, the end result was because of things that happened. To me, mm-hmm. I had to bring you all up stronger. Question, really quick: Have you forgiven the person who inflicted no. those? Uh. And, and I asked that, and I know you haven't. 
And I think that the reason that you haven't is is kind of reflected on the way that you handle females. Not yeah. just your daughters, females, period. Mm-hmm. Outside of males, which is kind of biased, you know? It's kind of racist. Seriously, in a sense, because you treat one sex completely different than you treat the other sex. Mm-hmm. When we're all deserving of love and the same survival tactics that you will put on a girl. And I say that because trial and error, but because of the way that I was brought up and what I perceived and how I I reflected on it as an adult, once I became a parent, I made it my business to never demolish what I was taught and instilled. But one of the most important things to me with parenting is equality whether it's a boy or a girl Mm -hmm. because my daughter is no greater than my son and my son is no greater than my daughter Mm -hmm. and they both need to learn survival tactics to survive in this world that we live in and the same thing that she know he needs to know Mm -hmm. i think this world that we living in and the man the united states the government have inflicted on us that we have to be gender specific. Mm. Girls do dishes. Girls clean house. Mm-hmm. Boys take out the trash. Boys, out the trash. Right. Boys fix cars. Where if you pay attention to the way that the world is evolving, we all need to be capable of doing these things all the way around in order for all of us to manifest success, wealth, mental clarity, mm-hmm. escape depression. Mm-hmm. There you go. Say that again. You said because it's what? It's not going to always be a boy or a girl around. Right. Yeah. We go through. Think about it. They say the most pivotal point in a person's life is when they self-destruct to reconstruct. And during that process, you're damn near alone. So you don't have a man. You don't have a woman. Mm-hmm. But you got to survive mm-hmm. in the midst of this transformation. And you want to survive to the best of your livelihood. So you want to make sure that there's equality within genders. Even though we have our personal experiences, mm-hmm. I, I kind of just thrive on that because of the way that I was brought up. And I, and I try my best to make sure that they feel equal at all times because I know the damage. I look at my brother sometimes and I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, I know, I know <laughs> with me because mommy was so hard on me, it made me softer on my daughter. And I'm not going to say I was hard on my boys, but I was stricter with them because... I just wanted to turn the tables. But one thing we have to learn how to do is just break the whole cycle. That's right. Let me ask you. Do you ever feel like your mom had bullies on you? or (laughs) Do you ever feel like that? If you ever felt like she bullied on you, how would you address it? Um, Because one thing I can say about you you guys, you guys are super respectful. And one thing your mother has is open communication. So if you ever felt like, yeah, mom's been a little tough on me. I don't know why. How would you address it? Well, she always be like, we shouldn't be scared to talk to her about something. So I would just, I don't know how exactly I'll just because I've never been in that situation. It, yeah, it's like, it's just like, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you can't even, it's like, you can't even really, I don't want to say it's like, I can't find like a genuine answer to this. Uh, I'm supposed to feel comfortable. Yeah. Regardless. And I mean, ain't no wrong with a little rough. I love rough. I love tough love. love. 
<laughs> well, don't never mistake. And this is something that you learned because, and, I, and I'm glad that you have the, the family, the, the village that y'all have because y'all know what true love is. And y'all are very smart individuals. So never understand, underestimate tough love or mistake it for that tough love for being abused. Yeah, don't never mistake that. If a person, like I said, love doesn't hurt. Love feels wonderful. It's one of the most wonderful things you'll ever experience. When, well, love is like rainbow stars, the 4th of July, Christmas, everything all wrapped up in one. And love does not hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't belittle you. It doesn't make you feel intimidated or insecure. So if you ever date somebody, always know that that's the kind of love you're supposed to feel. And it's not going, and sometimes you get it right off the bag, and sometimes you like your TT. <laughs> you know, yeah, keep going, to the, going back to the drawing board, but honey, I'm going to tell you something. It's a wonderful thing to start over. <laughs> it's definitely a wonderful yeah, don't, thing. I mean, don't give up because the first uh, time or the first few times didn't work out. Take it back, take it all the way back, like, like, like dad used to say. Speak so well, a child understand. Remember yes. when we did that painting, and you was like, "No, I don't want this. I don't like this. Nope, I'm done. I quit." And I'm like, "Tanala, just start over." And you started over, and you created a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. That's life. And if you ever need to break it down to somebody that just don't get it, if you speaking a little too intellectual or a little bit too wise, break it down so a child can understand. Just like that. When you try something the first time, you never are perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfection does not exist. I told y'all that it doesn't exist. So the only thing that we can do is hope that we're pleasing our higher power. Yep. Hope that each and every day we're trying to better ourselves better than the person we was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Trial and error. What do you think, Ma? As far as what in particular? Uh, starting over, trial and error, forgiveness. Of past issues. Yeah, definitely forgiveness. Okay, well, here's the thing. A lot of people don't understand what their purpose is in this incarnation. They don't really know themselves because of the fact, which goes back to their childhood and what kind of childhood they had. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I was taught, well, I'm going to say taught, when I was in the seventh grade at Patrick Henry Junior High School, I was the only boy in a study hall for two periods and the first thing it was all girls they used to gather around me and tell me a lot of things and i mean i use this today the first thing you do with the woman is you listen to her mm. because she's testing you she wants to see if you're listening and she got something to you know information to get that's the first thing you do the second thing is that a woman Love makes the world go in a positive direction, whereas hate 
Okay, let me ask you a question. If you had someone like my mom who was in your life who came to you and you heard what we had discussed that like she was a different kind of mother to her daughters than she was to her sons and her reasoning for it was because of something that happened to her in her past. How would you help her now that she knows why she did it? How would you help her to better herself so that she can can be a better mother to her daughters? Uh, because of what she has allowed to basically hold her back from loving us or, or not even saying loving us because we know she loves us, but giving us the type of attention and love that she gave our brothers. How would you help her to get to that point to where she can love us equally and trust that we'll be okay no matter what because no one can control the universe no matter what we no matter what we instill in our kids and our husbands and our wives the universe already has their lives planned out and they got like i tell people all the time you are the controller of you stop allowing others to control you so how would you help her to get to that point to where she can love us all on the same accord Mm-hmm. Naturally, a young man who is a man, you know, he's a man. For most part, most most young men are already like warriors at a certain point in their life. So she's only protecting your queens because of the fact that she doesn't want you to go through the same thing. And the young man, well, she wants him to. She's going to teach him not to be the way she was treated. Mm-hmm. So that's what she's instilling in him. Never treat a woman like a second-class citizen. You don't have to beat a woman. You don't have to touch a woman. Just talk to her. Because you can resolve things like that. Just by communicating, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and as far as you young ladies, the queens, well, she she's, she's very protective and she loves you queens, okay? Mm-hmm. But she had to instill that in the son because of what has happened to her. And she wants him not to go in the same route that she had went through with the men that she was with. Mm. Okay. So. Well. My input. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just, just wanting to respond to what you just said because that was deep. And if if you are going to be a part of my mom's life, it's just like, well, you are a part of my mom's life. Let's just say, ain't no if about it, but you're a part of my mom's life. I feel like in turn, her sons became womanizers. Yeah. Because they're womanizers. <laughs> And I think it was because they saw that they could get away with a lot and the girls were chastised. Mm-hmm. In turn, and that's that was why I changed the dynamic with raising my children because I don't want my son to become a womanizer. Even his dad was a womanizer, you know what I'm saying? Because of how he was raised and the way his dad did him. And, you know, that reflected on how he's doing them. And he don't even realize that that's a sickness and a, and a learned behavior because the same thing he hurt so bad from, which is a form of bullying, 
It's a form of bullying. The same thing he hurt so bad from from his dad not being there, he's doing the same thing to his children. Mm-hmm. And I and that is the big disconnect for me, but I understand that right. it's a generational curse. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like young men from the age of, let's say, 12 to 16. Okay, if both parents are there, he wants to be like his dad, but he depends on how what he sees his dad doing to his mom, okay? And if he sees his dad is womanizing, well, he figures that's okay, that's normal. Mm-hmm. But it's not. He has to learn that on his own, that that's not, you know, that's not cool, not at all. Well, the one thing about our and brothers is they were raised by the same mother that raised us. We we were a single parent. So they didn't learn their behavior from their dad they kind of learned it from mom because, like, like my sister said, they saw that they can do what they wanted to do, and then, but we always got chastised if we did remotely what they did. <laughs> A prime example was I remember, and I don't know why I always remember this, but I just remember that one time I got in trouble because I I don't remember what I did, but mommy took the phone from me, and she put me on punishment for so long she forgot. I remember that. I remember that. But when Jamie did the same thing, <laughs> the next that. day, Jamie said, Ma, can I go play basketball? And she was like, boy, get on, get out the house. And, and so when I got my report card, like two, three months later, I was like, Ma, I got I got all A's. Can I get off punishment? She was like, are you still on punishment? So how, what we're saying is, how do you fix that? Because <laughs> it's not the daddy, it's, it's the mama. <laughs> Well, I don't think I don't think it's so much a fixing as far as she's concerned. I think we took that into our own hands when we became parents. Yeah. Because I don't hold my accountable for anything because it will reflect on my children. I hold her accountable for being my mother and doing what she thought was best for me. Even though at the time of being an adolescent, I felt as though she wasn't equal with us it was never a question of love it was never a question of respect it was more so like there was no equality when it came down to son and daughter i changed the dynamic within my children and i think that's what we have to do we just have to pick it up and change the dynamic my overall my overall concern is that she healed though on the inside from whatever damaged or caused her pain because you do have grandchildren Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to inflict that on your grandchildren, mm-hmm. especially, especially your granddaughters. Granddaughters, you know. Ma, be- at some point, you're right. At some point, I'm gonna have to tell them what my trauma is. At some point. Well, I mean, even if you don't share it with us, it, maybe sharing it with us will help you to heal also. It's but your healing. It's your point. healing. I mean, you have to figure out what's going to help you heal. And if you don't want to share it, I'm satisfied with knowing that, that I mean, because I've always wanted to know why I'm satisfied with knowing that something happened to you that was so horrific that that's why you have been the mother that you have been. I'm okay with that. You don't have to tell me the details. I'm okay with knowing that, that much of it. And you have to figure out how you can let it go and, and heal and and continue to morph into the wonderful person that you are because you're still growing. Yeah, you're still growing. And, and, and let me say, tomorrow is this lady's young this young lady's birthday. And how old would you be, young lady? I'm going to be 21 <laughs> plus 
Four, wait, 43 three years of experience. 43, 64 years old. Yes. So, I mean, and you and you still, and you still walking around here like you're 21. So you still got room to grow. But let me, let's say this. So some other essential oils that would definitely help you, um, frankincense, which is the king of essential oils. I love frankincense. Excuse me. You're going to leave that here. The frankincense? Yes. I'm, I'm not leaving my frankincense. Oh, come on, now please. <laughs> as but many stones as you done took off the table. <laughs> but I, okay, I'll share the frankincense. But frankincense definitely is the king of essential oils. Frankincense helps with as so many aspects. But while we're talking about bullying, it definitely helps calm and uplift you. But I use frankincense on the bottom of my feet, and it just helps me get such a pleasant sleep at night. It definitely is calming. It's, frankincense is wonderful. It's the king of essential oils. Oh yeah, frankincense yeah. is frankincense and myrrh. Those are the king and queens of essential oils. I'm, I'm also a distributor of, of young essential oils, but I'm not really into it selling now. But I do use essential oils myself. Oh wow! Well, I'm definitely if I mean if you if you have them, I would love. That. I don't mind buying them from you because I mean I. I go out to the uh, the health stores. I buy them off Amazon. I'm always trying to get some good quality essential oils because okay, I here, use. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Queen. I don't actually sell them anymore, but I am a distributor. Okay. Young essential oils are very expensive. I have a sponsor, but she still sells them. In fact, she's a holistic doctor, such as myself. You know, I'm holistic. Yeah, Young is very expensive, but it's the yeah. best quality essential oil. And that's one thing I definitely want. Anything I'm ingesting yeah, okay. in my body. On my, on my website, on my website, I, I use, I have essential oils on there, and also have regular oils that are, you know, like instead of buying perfume, because you, you know, using perfume and stuff like that, it's got alcohol in it. But yeah. These, these are all natural oils. Okay. Which we're supposed to be using. Yeah, we are. And like I said, my web, my website is www.ogunstemple.com. O is an Oscar G. All righty. Another essential oil that helps uh, uplift you and helps you with your energy if you're tired and also to stay focused. This is also a good one for you guys because you guys are in school. I know how hard it is to stay focused when you're doing virtual learning. Honey, I'm telling you, I'll be about to lose my mask and in my beautiful office that I have at home. I just need it's not, I just need to be around people. But peppermint oil is a good one for that one. Orange oil, I love orange oil. I diffuse orange oil throughout my house most days because it's very uplifting. You can also put it in the shower with you. Be careful. Don't put it where you know you're going to slip it because it is an oil. But if you put a couple drops down the drain and let that water come on, and it just it's, it put, makes you feel like you're in a spa. Another one, which is one of my favorites, everybody knows my favorite one is Elaine Elaine. Elaine Elaine has so many beautiful properties. And I also found out that my Coco Chanel has Elaine Elaine in it. Elaine Elaine is my go-to after I take a nice bath at night. I moisturize myself. Elaine Elaine. Ladies, relationship ladies, Elaine Elaine sister, I'm going to bless you with this Elaine Elaine. I, I, I know about it. Yeah. I work at a massage Yeah, spot. Elaine Elaine, <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, Elaine Elaine helps bring out that inner child. It keeps you. It helps you reconnect with your inner child and encourage your playfulness and it assists with intuition. The, another one that I found that I just ordered today because I knew nothing about it was uh, 
I'm a Slater name. It's, it's P-E-T-I-T grain, petty grain. It helps you to appreciate the positive of family history and connection. Mm. It also helps you to honor the good that you inherited so that the path of the ones that come after us would be lighter. It helps you to learn from family mistakes and it helps you heal and forgive and encourage. I'm actually going to also order you some of that too, Ma. I thought I did, that was one I didn't know about, but I just added that one to my repertoire. Mm-hmm. Another one is Douglas Fir. This oil is uh, of generational wisdom. It helps you to break patterns and it helps with parenting. It encourages to break free of destruction, destructive patterns, and it encourages healthy family dynamics. Mm. It helps you to want meaningful relationship. It encourages you to learn the value of others' experiences, especially from our ancestors. Those are two I did not know about, and I definitely ordered them today when I read about them and I did my research, but those two I definitely want in my repertoire because we all have past healings that we need to heal from Mm -hmm. in order to move forward. A lot of times we just bury stuff up under the rug. We need to learn how to stop doing that because the carpet is not sitting flat no more because so much stuff up under it. So we need to learn how to go ahead and deal with what we have dealt with and let it go. Because the one thing I have told people is we don't realize realize if we give people so much power of us and the longer that we hold on to the hurt that somebody else did to us, the more power they have over us. Let it go exactly. let exactly. it go exactly. move on and let and, exactly. and and uh let them no longer have power over you definitely exactly. and, and and i'm telling you guys that too never allow nobody no somebody to hold nothing over your head never allow nobody to hold power over you if somebody hurts you you address it and then you move on and you let it go but never allow to keep all that stuff erica badu got this song bag lady one of my mm-hmm. favorite songs yeah you don't want to miss your bus you don't want to miss your bus because you got so much baggage you can't run because you can't catch the bus let go of all that extra baggage break it down so a child can understand definitely you're going to miss your opportunity you're going to miss your life's calling if you're conflicted if your mental clarity is obstructed Mm -hmm. we have to make sure that our mental clarity is clear because if it's not and you you, you do that through meditation through meditation Which everybody at this table already know. Meditation mm-hmm. is deep. You have to self-reflect, you know? And I tell everybody, like, self-destruction, well, reconstruction of self and becoming who you are supposed to be looks and feels a lot like self-destruction because you're literally ridding yourself of everything you've been accustomed to for however old mm-hmm. you are, for mm-hmm. however many years. The day that you come to terms with, I want to be better, I want to do better, and I want to be here doing exactly what my calling is, it's going to feel like self-destruction because you have a whole past, a lifelong amount of years that you have to undo just so that you can get the bigger picture. Let me ask you something. So now let's tell the audience how old you are. 14. And you meditate. Mm -hmm. How do you feel when you meditate? When I do meditate. Mm -hmm. It's like refreshing almost because it's only meditate when it like get to a point where I feel like I can't handle it or I can't cooperate with certain stuff. So somebody as as young as fourteen is already learning how to self heal. Yeah, what what, what do, you, do you meditate? Uh, is it like 
What can me- can like meditating be in different forms? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. oh yeah. Let me tell you, I I've tried the meditation that your mom and your sister do. It don't work for me. My mm-hmm. mind is going, uh, so so. I dance and I listen to music. That's my that's meditation. Like, I listen to a lot. Of oh music. my, that's a wonderful thing. <laughs> it's a, a wonderful thing. Yes, See, I, I do too. I I do both, but uh, the traditional form of meditation. It doesn't always work for me. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't concentrate long enough. But when I cut on music and I dance, it just, it just makes me happy. Oh God, I just, I want to dance right now. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. It does. It makes me happy. But I definitely want to learn that kind because I just feel like it takes you in a different space of peace. That one I definitely want to learn. I'm trying to learn how I to control my to brain. I really want you to more than anybody else at the table because. Whether you know it or not, mm-hmm. I don't know why I know, but solitude is your weak weak point, mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing. It's just something that needs to be worked on. Right. But if you could get with yourself for fifteen minutes in complete solitude, no music to to aid you in dancing, just yourself and find the joy and purity that you have right there with yourself. I think everything right. will be so much better for you in other areas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that you're scared. You're scared of to be yeah. alone, period. Right. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to tell you now, me and mommy had this talk. I'm not afraid of being alone. I think my biggest fear was dying alone. That well, was, guess what, though? You, you're generalizing that into one area. If you're scared of dying alone, you're scared of living alone. Well, okay, but then, but you know what though? Because I don't look at it like that. Because I was, I'm okay with being by myself. I'm okay with being by myself and having my own vibe and dealing with myself. I am. You're but, not. Well, because if you was, you wouldn't be scared to die alone. Because let me tell you, and this might sound weird. This might sound weird, y'all. And I don't want y'all to think that I'm thinking about reflecting on death. I would rather die alone in my bed, peaceful, than any other way. Mm. Because my greatest joy is within me. I, I put so much good out there. Go ahead, King. I'm sorry. Can I can I interject? Okay, here's the thing. Your vessel is only on loan, okay? Your spirit is your personality. Mm-hmm. People are afraid to make transition. They won't be afraid to die. You should be because once you have made transition, like I said, your body is uh, is on loan. <laughs> your personality is what drives, and your spirit is what drives the vessel that you're that you're that you're in. Okay. People at funerals they cry. Oh, I want to miss Uncle Joe, but you're not going to miss his vessel, even though he might have looked like you. But you're going to miss his personality and things he used to say. But that was his spirit that drove his vessel. Okay. People can't separate the two. Okay. Once you leave that vessel, your spirit continues on and your soul, they call them surgeons. They go on to other, uh, what do you want to call it, planes, you know. Mm-hmm. They go into, and they, you know, you, you pick up another vessel. And another, you could do it in a past life. Or, or, you know, you just keep going. The spirit never dies. It never dies. It's only the vessel that people can't separate the two. And not, like I said, the spirit is your personality. Mm. And <laughs> you have to stop and think about that. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, like I said, if somebody that makes transition 
Or you go to the funeral, everybody's crying. Oh, yeah, I'm going to miss Uncle Joe. So what are you going to miss about him? Well, you know, he used to take me to the ball game. You know, he always had funny jokes. He always gave me money. Okay, well, you're missing the person, spirit, and their personality. That's right. Well, I definitely want to learn how to get into that that space of peace because I definitely that's oh, yeah. one of the things I definitely okay. want to be able to right. learn See, too. Women, women are watery, okay? <laughs> it's easier for a woman to meditate. I don't know. My mind just seems like woman, it just races. Okay. It's, it's easier for a woman to... See, because we're all supposed to be in tune with nature. People mm. of color are supposed to be in tune with nature. They try to throw us out of whack, especially from the 21st to the 25th. You know, like I was saying, Jesus rose up the third day. Well, it wasn't a, Jesus. It was a it was a serious star rising after the third day. Then they say, oh, yeah, the three wise men were there. No, it's the three hemispheres in your brain. Mm. It's just a thing that they try to confuse us with and throw us all off. Mm-hmm. Because they know that we are the most powerful people ever on this planet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely know that. Queen Cheryl, what stones did you bring to the table that you feel would help in assisting with not being bullied or just having courage or strength? Well, the first one would be hematite. Hematite, one of my favorites. Hematite, it will prevent negative energy from reaching you. Okay. It's like if I wanted to punch to Nyla in the face and she's holding this he, the punch is negative and she's holding this hematite she believes in the power of this hematite that's not never gonna reach her okay never right right, so, right. and the and just like hematite if you wear a hematite ring it absorbs so much because uh, this happened to me you, it absorbs so much negative energy that it'll actually hematite. break so you know it's done its job and that's what hematite break. Yeah. Absorbing neg- negative energy. And then there's a black tourmaline. Uh-huh. Now that has the power of um, turning negative energy into positive energy. <laughs> mm, I agree. I carry it every day. That's one that I have started I keep, to carry I, every I day. I keep black tourmaline next to me all the time. Give me some tourmaline. I don't think I have any tourmaline. Had you had black tourmaline when that boss lady was uh, trying to bully you, it would have taken her energy towards you and turned it into positive. I'm de- I don't have any black tourmaline, but I'm definitely going to get black and tourmaline. And please do not take this off the table. I'm not going to take your black tourmaline. What else you got there? <laughs> what else you got there? No, this is, dude, this is my stone. This lapis and... Uh, the solar light is it's for us to I had all of this in inside of the um, crystal quartz. crystal quartz. crystal quartz for a healthy and productive communication to unblock our uh, throat chakras oh wow oh wow and this right here this combination or either or uh-huh. is good for bullying well I, I'm definitely going to get me some black tourmaline I, I have hematite which I wear that um, with my 
lava stones uh it's on my lava stone bracelet mm-hmm. but i definitely love my hematite and i don't have any black tourmaline but i'm definitely going to get me some black tourmaline so uh is there anything else anybody wants to bring to the table as far as with bullying everybody have a better understanding of bullying and the causes and effects of it and how we can better ourselves so that we can't be bullies Hello, my gods and goddesses. It has been a long couple of weeks, but we are here and we are celebrating and we are still living. Today, we are going to be discussing bullying. And listen, bullies don't just pick on children. Bullies also pick on adults. So today we are going to be exposing those bullies and we're going to show you how to gain your power back. So sit back and relax and catch this vibe.